This episode of the Mac Podcast is brought to you by our good friends at Harvest. Let me take you a second to just tell you a little bit about Harvest. Harvest is a web-based time tracking tool. It is relied upon by creative freelancers and even kind of technical freelance guys like myself. Uh, it's got folks using it in over 100, company, or 100 companies, 100 countries. Well, I suppose more than 100 companies as well. Uh, but with Harvest, you can easily track your billable time and actually get paid for it. Harvest uh, has visual reports that let you get a quick overview of your logged hours and how much of your hard work is yet uninvoiced, so you can make sure that you capture that and also bill for it. And if you're on the go, Harvest has a great iPhone app, it's got a fantastic Android app, and it makes it easy to track your time from anywhere, whether you're at a client's office or working through a flight. You can even snap pictures of your receipts and upload those to Harvest so you can Add those to your expenses and add those uh, to your invoices as well and get paid for them. It's great. The best way to do this is you can learn more with a 30-day free trial. But let me give you a tip. Use the coupon code TIMESAVER, that's T-I-M-E-S-A-V-E-R, at checkout, and you'll get 50% off your first month after that. That really gives you a chance to test drive it, give it a try, and see if it's for you. Trust me. I bet you'll find it is. And where can people go to learn more, Pat? Oh, they want to go to getharvest.com. So we're having such great conversation. Uh, we, we probably missed a good, I don't know, 10 minutes here of, of killer stuff. So pretty much we, going against exactly what Chris was advising us as well, and, and what we were and what we were just talking about, right? So, uh, hi, welcome to enough. Uh, Mike is here as usual. Hello. Uh, we've 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 got Chris Bowler on. Um, usually, I, I go through a little spiel. I talk about all the stuff that you know that that our our guests are doing, but Chris is doing so much, and we're talking about half of it already. So, <laughs> what you're about to hear is just a kind of continuation of that conversation. We were just talking about uh, the uh, podcast that uh, that he does, uh, that's so great, called uh, Create Plicity. Uh, and and Mike was just uh, you know uh, well I would say heaping compliments uh, <laughs> on it, uh, because it really is it's 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 great so welcome Chris how are you doing Chris thanks for having me I am doing well um, busy but but well <laughs> that's good yeah really busy I would imagine yeah I mean you've got a lot of balls that you juggle now my friend yes <laughs> I'm at the point so where I, I feel there's definitely that feeling that tension of Am I really doing good, doing a good job on all these different things, or is there too much? Um, do I need to focus more and and get rid of a few balls? You know that feeling? Well, yes. Yeah, I know that feeling. <laughs> I think that was a resounding yes as well. From that's the day yeah, and age we live yeah. in. Yeah, it really is. Um, I mean, we were just talking about creativity, and one of the things that Mike was saying was how good it has been right off the bat. Um, so obviously, one would suspect that you are doing everything you know really well, mm-hmm. or it's either that or that all of your focus right now is on creativity, which I just can't imagine it is. Mm-hmm. You've you've got so much more going on than that. Mm-hmm. I mean, you've got fusion ads, mm-hmm. 
uh, and and everything that goes on around there. Uh, Fusion Ads has recently expanded into doing podcasts and sponsoring podcasts like this podcast, for Man instance. Who writes mm-hmm. the checks? Uh, uh, very, very thankful for Very, very small checks. Um, <laughs> but checks. <laughs> but they are checks all the yes, same. Yes. Uh, you know, and, and the fact is, is that I'm very grateful for receiving them. Mm. Um, you even have your own online notebook store that not enough people know about. Mm. But, like, you sell, like, paper notebooks online. Mm-hmm. Or I try to. <laughs> Yes. Well, I try to help you. You do. Uh, whenever I can. What is the name of the store <laughs> yeah. and where can people find it? Um, it's Idea Cafe. Um, the address, which you're putting me on the spot here, I believe is shop.ideacaf.es. So shop.ideacaf.es. There you go. Mm-hmm. Yes, it uh, is. And, and, <laughs> well, what's what's I think kind of nice about it, and someone uh, on on the Twitter thing um, was asking me uh, recently about notebooks and what I like and that sort of thing. And I, I mean, for me, that's like ask, asking uh, <sighs> asking a father which one of his children is his favorite. Yes, because um, you know I, I have a serious notebook problem. Mm-hmm. Notebooks and bags. You hear? I'm the same. Just the other day, I. Oh my gosh! The other day, I swear, I so I have this like this ten year old bag from the walking company. It's like a like a like a guide bag, you know, kind of a you know nice little travel travel satchel, and it's got some some nice sized pockets, but it's kind of flexible, and it even like has this expanding thing. You unzip the zipper, and it, it like doubles its 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 capacity, and it's, it's really nice. Um, but it's the perfect size for an iPad, especially if you like had. A Waterfield um, sleeve case, um, one of the vertical models, and stuck it in there. And you stuck the iPad in there. It'd be a great iPad bag. And so here I am, mentally in my mind, like, ooh, I could take this old bag and like buy, you know, uh, fifty bucks worth of stuff, and then I could like have this great iPad bag. I'm like, I've lost my mind. <laughs> <laughs> I have more bags than any person. I'm I'm trying to get give bags away. Yet here I am, trying to like repurpose old bags by buying other bags I can stick into the old bags to make them new bags. <laughs> I I get it. I get it. I'm sitting here with you know. I mean, I have a notebook store, so yeah, pretty much try everything that I offer. And uh, I don't think I've finished a notebook in years. You know, I've got a ten half-filled notebook sitting in my desk. I have a theory about why Chris started Idea Cafe. It was so he could give a reason to his wife as to why there were so many notebooks around the house. <laughs> it gave a tax-deductible oh, totally way to get that. rid of, to, to, to sort of hide his obsession. Yeah, now there's boxes. Totally of notebooks. That. They're for the business, honey. They're for the business. <laughs> <laughs> but what I like about it is that it's it's nicely curated and that's why I suggested it to uh, to, to the fellow on Twitter I appreciate that I mean because you don't just have like in, you know oh just any old notebooks I want to sell them you have very specific things that you've chosen to carry and sell mm-hmm. um, and 
everyone is is very high quality everything from the field notes to the behance stuff to the moleskin stuff to the uh um rhodia uh, rhodia Mm -hmm. stuff right yep you know i mean you and even out of those brands you've chosen very specific items to carry Mm -hmm. is there is there a sort Um, of a process chris as to what makes you choose the the types of, of product that you've chosen um so number one i think i would start by saying that this is one of the projects in my life that hasn't got the attention that it deserved you know i wanted to it was kind of an idea, you know, I had an idea, I wanted to carry it through to execution and, and see what would come of it, and it's been all right. You know, it's certainly not a major part of my income or anything like that, um, but it's, it just got to a point where I do have too many balls, and so this one, uh, this area gets a little bit neglected. Um, but in, in the last years, I think it's been almost a year since I launched it, and there have been quite a few other products out there that I would like to, you know, see in the store one day, and then there's a few that... Um, I've seen that just haven't moved that I would probably not offer anymore. Um, but the, for the most part, it's, you know, sort of build for yourself first, that mentality. That's that's what I did. These are the products that I'm interested in that I was already using, and I wanted to see them all available in one spot that was um, attractive and, and friendly to use. And, and in time, I, I would see the Idea Cafe store, you know, branching into other things like notebook bags and and stuff like that because <laughs> that's another fetish and of mine as well pens pens yeah pens. do pens oh i've got pens. all sorts of ideas you know ideas are cheap so they're all sitting in the in your jimbo <laughs> percolating yeah is that where you keep your yeah. ideas you've just opened a can of worms yeah there, there are a lot of them yeah if they get in my head then eventually if if they need to be pursued further they go into yojimbo at some point yeah is, is yojimbo kind of your your main kind of note-taking catch-all sort of place or do you use other things as well um yeah yojimbo is pretty much it you know what i've played with other other solutions over the years um evernote being a big one but even i think like a lot of people didn't like the way I couldn't get my info back out in a nice, usable format. Um, yeah, so, we've had a whole po- podcast about that. <laughs> Would you like me to that. find the episode number? Yeah. <laughs> uh, no, 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 no need. Notes. I can find that one. Um, but yeah, Yojimbo, uh, it's I like it. So yeah, I put most of my mostly everything in there. There's a few things that I would put in Simple Note just because it's easier to um, get it on all my devices when I'm out and about. Mm-hmm. But for the most part, everything goes into Yojimbo. Yeah. Yeah, I I really like Yojimbo too. People have asked me before, like how I kind of break it down. And for me, uh, anything where uh, I want to preserve the graphics or the or the formatting of the text or or something like that, uh, I generally will put it into Yojimbo. Mm-hmm. Um, whereas if it's just plain text based. And especially if it's just like, you know, oh, I need to jot down a simple note or, or whatnot. Um, well, it'll go into simple note, yeah. um, you know, via a variety, you know, not just the simple note apps on my, you know, iPad and iPhone, but also uh, using uh, notational velocity on the desktop, mm-hmm. of which I was using long before it had simple note support. That was just a bonus. Are you a notational so, velocity or NV alt person? 
I wasn't. Uh, oh, sorry. I thought you were asking. Eva. Eva. Oh, I, oh, okay. Obviously, he Go is. Um, I used it at one point, but then some. I think for the most part, because I run Fusion, I try to use the uh, options that promote the, the company more. So I just went to the online version so that I could um, see the ads. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds cheesy to say it, but there you go. Sean called me out no, no. because I was I subs- I, uh, I I pay to to right. um, I pay the simple note fee, and he right. he insisted that I keep the ads on. And it was yes. just some time ago, and and I was ashamed that I didn't. So now the ads are on on all of my devices, and I, I click yeah. them as well, Chris, just to make that. You know. <laughs> I appreciate <laughs> just that. to make yeah. up for it. I, I was one of those people who, back when you know Tweety was a thing, mm-hmm. um, uh, who also you know paid for it and uh, you know and kept the ads on mm-hmm. because I mean one of the things that I you know one of the reasons I have Fusion on minimal Mac, um, uh, one of the reasons that I am a big fan is how a tastefully done the ads are. And B, how often relevant they are. I've, I've, I've found so many new things I'd never heard about mm-hmm. before because of the ads. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, even there are a couple of times on Milmo Mac where it's like, you know, oh, I f- saw this on <laughs> on the Fusion ad up top there and I checked it out and it's really great. Yeah. It is kind of crazy it. how an ad which is so small can pull you in and yeah, obviously that's a lot of the work that you guys do over there to make them look as great as they can you know the truth truth be told the the advertisers most of them are really good at that anyways um yeah they're definitely the curation on our end to make sure that it fits and that it's as good as possible but most advertisers who are trying to you know run a business recognize it needs to be attractive and usable or at least the kind of customers who are coming to services like ours because they know that that's what we're about so um, yeah, we we do our job to try and to make sure there's a standard and and when someone doesn't have that skill to to take someone like Pat Driver to to create the ad, um, but for the most part, a lot of our customers have that savvy already. So kudos to them because um, they recognize what works and what people are looking for. Well, yeah, and I and I think also it, it, it doesn't. I think you're being a bit modest. I mean, the <laughs> fact is is that. Um, I have yet to see an ad on Minimal Mac, for instance, that I would say, oh, oh I, <laughs> that's not really a good fit, you know, or, oh, why that? You know what I mean? Yeah, I do. It, it, Go back to our archives, but we just, I don't know if you saw this on Twitter, but recently um, Chris Thompson and I finally finished getting a list of all of our old, all the ads that have run on Fusion, almost all of them, I'd say about 95% are now on this archive page. And there's a few stinkers. <laughs> really? Every once in a while, something slips through the cracks, and I mean, some of them might appeal to to a few folks, but you know, there's a few stinkers that uh, that I kind of shake my head, and go, ah, "Why do we let that through?" But for the most part, ninety yeah. percent of them are great. Yeah, I I agree. I mean, I'm looking at the one right now for Capo, um, mm. you know, which is if you are a musician. It's a fantastic app. Yeah. 
um, it, it allows you to like slow down and uh, loop uh, music in your iTunes library and things like that. So for instance, so you know, as a yeah, I remember as a thirteen-year-old trying to play guitar. You know, what I would do is I would you know fire up the Van Halen and the cassette deck and just on a single you know few notes just rewind play rewind play rewind play rewind play to try to copy uh just a little section or you know to 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 learn how to play a song and that's what capo does except for with your mp3 player and does it very well mm-hmm. yeah um i mean but and, that, and that's just one you know tiny example of an ad that i think is a good fit for for minimal mac has has a beautiful little ad and that i really wouldn't have known about unless i saw the fusion ad right well that's that's a big part of you know our vision from the beginning i mean it, the beginning, of course, was we, we Michael and I and, and Tron, you know, we ran our own blog. So we were interested in a way to earn income for ourselves. And, and that was one half of the coin. But the other half was that, you know, what drew me to the Mac using community was the awesome, well, the community itself and, and the third party developers. And that's what I wanted to support. I wanted to give um, those people away, or at least another vehicle, a, a good solid vehicle where they could promote their work to the audience that they were looking for and you know there was already the deck the deck was in place but you know the price per, for one spot was you know more than a lot of those smaller developers could handle so um, we wanted a way yeah. to give those people a way to get heard and that's what i'm really enjoying about you know you can talk all about ios and what it's done to the marketplace and people's mentality when they're paying for apps obviously some of it is bad um but there are a lot of great developers out there, people who probably wouldn't have been developing before that are getting into developing. They're doing great work, and it's so nice to see them looking for unique ways to, to get attention. Um, and so when, yeah. when we do see some of these smaller apps come to us, it's like it's a really good feeling to be able to give them some exposure and, and hopefully improve their business, right? And to get that work in front of the right audience. It's a good feeling. So yeah. it's definitely part of the vision of Fusion is to help out that development community. Now, one of the other things, kind of the uh, kind of the reverse direction, or looking at the looking at uh, the advertising from the back end, hmm. is because Fusion is a invite only network of sites, and you invite based upon I think a, a pretty high bar. Um, of of quality of uh, people and and sites that you feel have have uh, not only high quality but high influence. Mm-hmm. Um, that it's not just about the numbers per se. That it is more about I want you know I want as an advertising company to be associated with this with this person and this site as much as they want to be able to make a little bit of money on the side from it. Um, and so looking at going one great way to find 
new sites to 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 follow and new things that might interest you is actually to go to Fusion Ads and see all of the sites that they're advertising on. Mm-hmm. Definitely. And I, you know, and I, I mean, it's almost like, um, you know, there have been some other some other efforts, uh, some of which I'm involved with, have been about, you know, we want to curate together a list of people that we think, you know, a list of sites that we think are great uh, and, and great to read and and, uh, and consistent with the quality. Fusion Ads is one of those places mm-hmm. without, like, you know, necessarily wanting to be one of those places mm-hmm. or... Not that, that that not being the primary job, mm-hmm. the 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 fact that that's a byproduct of what you do. Definitely. Yep. Yeah. And if people are, you know, I'll just add that you know we've always had the um, OPML file on our site where people can go and automatically subscribe to all the RSS feeds for all of our sites. It yeah. sometimes gets a little bit outdated, but right now it's fairly current. And as well, our Fusion account, um, people can look at who we follow. And those are basically either you know direct accounts of of a publisher or, in some cases, the the multiple people who are behind a particular um, publication or application. So two more ways to go and find uh, some more great stuff to read. Yeah, I mean, it's. Um, I mean, it really is. I mean, it, you know, you've got Sean Blanc, you've got. Um, Wow, uh, JLA stocks. You've got Phil Kaufman, Patrick right? Ryan. You know, uh, no, <laughs> no, no, no. Minimal Ben Mac Brooks. Is, you know. mm-hmm. Ben Dave. Brooks. Yeah, you know. Dave. Yeah, I mean, uh, I, I mean, it really is kind of a a who's who of what's hot on the internet. Yeah, there's like a nice mix of you know people are focused on technology and Apple and, and write about that and then. Uh, developers and designers who who write about that or share knowledge um, and, and that's kind of been the focus and I think my focus for the last year has been the, the balance has been too heavy on the design side it's good to have to have that audience but I think you know the future will be focusing a little more on the writing side as well so we're a little short on on that kind of publication at this time so we're going to rectify yeah. that yeah well you do uh, you know, a, f- a fair bit of writing on your own site as well. Um, in in a past uh, life, yes. <laughs> <laughs> no, you've been doing it. I, uh, you know, I'd say what about once every other day or so. I see something in my RSS feed from you. Oh, sheesh! I don't know. It may be. It, it, I mean, it may be just like a link or, yeah. a, you know, with with some aside or something like that, but. Still, that's something. Yeah, definitely. I enjoy the writing. I love having a blog. That's that's how I got started, you know. It's just been because I've got all these other balls going on, the writing um, has taken a back seat. Or I'm doing writing in other venues, you know, writing for the Fusion blog or writing for Read and Trust. Um, I still love it, but some of it has moved more to Twitter. Sharing resources and information um, has kind of moved a little bit there just because it's quicker and easier. And now I'm in this odd place where I'm not sure what to use. I've got something I want to share. Do I, do I tweet it? Do I post it on my blog as a link? Do I put it on Google Plus? Mm. And then, and then, do I link to it from all the other, all the other places? Uh, yeah, I, I mean, I think that that's kind of, um, 
that's a general frustration I think a lot of people are feeling lately. I mean, I certainly have gone through it, too, and I have sites that have kind of, you know, uh, have have also suffered from lack of attention Mm -hmm. because I've been, uh, you know, tweeting things as opposed to, say, putting them on the random post or... You know, uh, things like that. Uh, yeah, it. I feel like sometimes it's like you go to the grocery store and you're gonna you're gonna buy a, a tube of toothpaste, and you've got 50, 60 options, and you walk away not making a decision because when faced with too many choices, a lot of people now are choosing not to choose, yeah. right? And I think for right. m- for me, that's kind of a place where we're at um, with the web. You know, there's just every day there's some new interesting new tool available and it's just oh i'm overloaded anyways maybe the the general internet user doesn't feel that but i do so sometimes i just walk away and say i'm not going to do anything at all yeah Uh, you know i i think uh, there's been some talk about uh, the idea and i'll have to i'll have to track it down i know i have it in my yojimbo somewhere um uh the idea of uh i want to call it like personal rss feeds mm. where uh, every instead of everyone having all of these different places that they're having to go to update things and to share things and and you know if you want to share it with as many people as possible you have to go to twitter and go to facebook and go to he- to the blog and go to here and go to there you know or find some sort of tool that connects these things together um the idea that everyone would have their own kind of personal rss feed that would you would write once locally and then choose, okay, I want, you know, I wanted this to, to go to Twitter and I want it to go to Google Plus and I want it to go to Facebook and I want it to go to here and I want it to go as a post on my blog and that, and that the, the tools would be able to just take that feed mm-hmm. and figure out the best way to serve that up for those audiences. Mm. Um, the guy who invents that it will do well. <laughs> Yeah, well, and I I think that the the guy who's promoting it is, if I'm remembering correctly, I could get this wrong, and you'll have to check the show notes. Uh, uh, but it is um, Dave uh, Dave Weiner, Dave Winner, oh, yes. Weiner, yep. Weiner, hmm. who who pretty much invented RSS. Hmm. Um, uh, you know that that's uh, you know the direction that he'd like to see mm-hmm. you know RSS go to where it's uh, it's less uh, for incoming and more for outgoing. Mm. Interesting. And that because it then it, RSS is then a two way street, it would be very easy for one to take the incoming and redirect it to outgoing. Right. Right. Um, that and that it would all be one protocol and one feed, and flow, th- you know, and flow, and everything would be local. Thus, you kind of retain the core of uh, ownership of the core of that of that data. You know, so it's not so. For instance, if Twitter goes away tomorrow, you know, Facebook disappears off the face of the planet, and Google finally collapses under its own weight. 
that your data will be intact because your data always stayed local. Hmm. Your local data was just being published out via RSS. Hmm. Well, I can appreciate that aspect for sure. Yeah. Um, I, I think that that's... I, I love the idea, and I love that the idea builds upon uh, builds upon the existing ideas. Mm-hmm. Uh, so... So, gosh, you got so many balls you're juggling. Uh, you know, anything else you want to throw out there before we wrap this up? <laughs> I, I know we're gonna we're gonna have you we're gonna have you on for for a uh, almost now traditional with our guests uh, an episode uh, of, of enough uh, for Chris, uh, where we we get down and dirty with all the stuff you're using to juggle those those balls. But hmm. yeah, and that's funny because it, I've, I've since my. Um, my wife got me a DSLR for Father's Day. <laughs> I think my answers will be changing now. All of a sudden, my 128 gig SSD drive, which was plenty of space, is, is <laughs> very quickly shrinking. <laughs> but uh, yeah, look yeah, we can to that. talk about that. Yeah, yeah, no, uh, so. those are. I mean, like you said, those are those are sort of the main things that I do. I'm also, you know, the entire time, what drew me to getting. Um, involved online and into the web community was web design and development um, and that has been a passion of mine and it, it probably shows up a little bit in the fusion membership but that is something where I'm finally at a place where I can I can do it and I can say well um, I'm still you know I'm not anywhere near the level of these people that I look up to that are part of the fusion network but um, I'm getting like to the point where I'd be proud to to say to someone, yeah, I can design a website for you and you can pay me for it. Um, so that's been a real blessing. <laughs> so a lot of my time now is is spent doing projects like that as well. So that that's just a real blessing. But put it all together, um, it's multiple areas of focus and multiple tools and tool belts, and um, sometimes it just gets a little hard to manage it all. I need to hire somebody. Yeah. That's what I need to do. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, Whole tell me discussion. about it. Yeah, uh, my problem is I wouldn't have the money to pay them. Uh, um, what I need is an intern. Yes. that's what I need. Someone who will will work for free just from the the benefit of learning from uh, well, a guru who, but learning from somebody, <laughs> uh, probably from my wife, and learning how to how to wrangle me. There so, you go. Well. Thanks a lot. We didn't touch on nearly. God, I mean, because there's so much I could talk with you. I mean, mm-hmm. we could talk about like organic farming oh, and raw milk with yes. you. Let's do that. We could talk about coffee. Oh yes, we could do that. Too. I want to talk about coffee. You know, not now though. Oh, let's man. let's let's hold this over. Let's yeah, yeah we got yeah yeah. We'll so let that we percolate. We gotta have you back on. Ah, yeah, we have, ah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I apologize to you your listeners. No, no. You, you Canadians, I tell you. All right. Well, thanks a lot, Chris. I appreciate having you on. Thanks. And uh, we'll talk later. Cheers. Thanks for having me, guys. Take care. Cheers, mate.